Coming to you direct from the After Hours Lounge in the back room of the best cigar shop east or just west of this very location, it's the Cigar Hacks. Better known as a bunch of hacks talking cigars, etc. What do you say, Ricky? Hey, we're sitting up here in our home base in Plastow Cigar for a very special event. Actually, a, a nice event tonight. So, welcome. Okay, and- our panel of hacks for this installment are... We have... The long haul of Mark. When you load 16 tons, what do you get? Another day older and deeper in depth. Happy Friday, folks. Happy Friday. Brilliant. Brilliant. There you go. Nurse Rick. <laughs> this town needs an enema. <laughs> hey, enema boy is in the house. Okay, we got uh, Mustang Mike. Mustang Saturday. Uh. All right, enjoy the show. Reverend Javi! Well, hello, folks. We're going to have a good show tonight. We've got a lot of people here. We'll have a little uh, event here at Plasto Cigar. Uh, get you a nice seat here at the... Uh, uh-huh. Drink adult drinks. Get you adult drink. If you dry, if you drink a Dr Pepper or Seven Up, get one of them. Get in that chair, sit back, and we're gonna make you. We're gonna make you laugh tonight. Okay. All right. We got Maddie the Magnificent. Oh, no, mainstream Maddie. I'm mainstream sorry. Maddie. Mainstream Maddie. And you can tell it's real because it looks so fake. Yes, the- <laughs> that was mainstream. That was mainstream. Uh-huh. All right, back to mainstream. Back to the mainstream. Okay, we have Pat McGroin. I called my groin. People ask, it hurts you where? I say, put your hand right there. I called my groin. <laughs> Well, it's both a pleasure, an honor, and a privilege to be on this podcast. I can tell you that. The groin pokey. How many, Chris? I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. <laughs> groin pole, that's awesome. <laughs> All, right, All right, we're going to have fun tonight. Last week I was here and they kept me down the back with no microphone or anything. That's right. So, along with Hunter Rick. Oh, speaking with, of Hunter Rick. Along with Hunter Rick. Put your little dear lips down to the cool, clear water. Bam! A bullet rips off part of your head. Your brains are laying on the ground in little bloody pieces. All right, you got Hunter Rick in the house. Uh, second week in a row up here at uh, the Plastile Cigar, so... Uh, Hold on to your hold on to your seat and uh, don't put your lips in the water. Don't put your lips in the water. Don't put your lips in the water and pull your pants up. Hey, Ricky, special guest. Hey, we have a special guest. Actually, excited to have him on the show. We've all heard of Sunset Sally and 3D Marie. We have Manchester uh, Munchmaster, excuse me, Manchester Andre. I looked at my kingdom. I was finally there. Smooth. Now the Prince of Bel Air. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> nice, nice intro. All right. <laughs> All right. This is, uh, of course, your humble announcer producer, Scott Heck Dave. What I just don't know. All right, our segments include hidden her not so hidden blind cigar review, current events in the cigar world. Uh, we got local spotlight cigar lounge review, controversy corner where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth, along with hidden her reveal, hidden her recap. Find us all over the internet, usual places: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, cigarhacks.com, and Facebook. Facebook. Uh-huh. The Facebook. So, Andre, have you ever heard of Facebook? <laughs> not Facebook. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no. Have you ever heard of Pork Hub? What? Pork Hub? Pork yeah. Hub. Oh, oh, oh you may want to look hub. at it. There was Porn Hub. We had those for a while. <laughs> then we threw them under the bus. And we went with uh, OnlyFans. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Time to get into the cigar here. What's Pork Hub? Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. It's so, a, that it, was like is it, my groin. Is it pig dot <laughs> so we are, we are so smoking a cigar that we've had on the show before. Similar, well, not yeah. this, not in the, right, this not size. this exact size. We had it's the, a Mulan Labe. Yeah. This is supposed to be a Corona size, but it's actually it's a, a Toro. Toro. Yeah, it's a Toro. It's a six by fifty-two, so it's definitely a it's Toro. definitely a Toro. But and it's called the Corona. It is a little veiny, mm. and I will tell you that I am tasting a little black licorice on the tip. Just a hint of black licorice. So, Andre, do you need a cigar? No, I'm good. You're good? Okay. I taste a little straw hay taste to it. Oh, crap. We're doing a cigar. I was zoning out. It was, it was I know so it's not the norm for the I podcast. To see I'm trying, yeah. I'd like to see him try to light that one up. It wow. So real, it was fake. Cold draw. All right. Light you, need, you need a lighter? All right. Light these bones. Oh, wait a minute. I have a drop for that, don't I? Yeah. Right. Yes, you do. There we go. Here. So light em up. Light em up. Yeah. Like it's Fire! Mmm. Mmm. Tasty. Mmm. You know, I forgot to use the light em up last week mm. with Rocky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, that was a busy night. Yeah, that was a really busy that night. That was a... Uh, a special four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I gotta event. tell you, it's a nice smoke. It's nice and mild. Yeah, yeah. Back, sorry. Got a good draw to it. Mm-hmm. Nice and uh, clean too. Yeah. To me, it's a, yeah, it's a natural earthy. Yeah. yeah. A lot of well, I, I hate those words. Well, to me, it's like if somebody said, "What does tobacco taste like?" This is kind of yeah. It is yeah. true. Yeah. It has a nice Trojan helmet on it. If it does, what did you know about Trojan? Oh, my flies down. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, again? Again? You're sitting right there. You couldn't tell me? It's for ventilation, isn't it? That's the munch mess. I mean, (laughs) Manchester Andre. (laughs) (laughs) Quit while you're ahead, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, actually, Andre is a distiller? Yes, you could say that. I am a distiller of... Hard alcohol, whiskeys, vodka, rum. Really? Yeah. Yes. The sauce. So, <laughs> the good stuff. <laughs> Still wrote the sauce. Filling in for the Russian stuff we can't get anymore. Right. So after kind the, of. So we're doing it, our part. Yeah. So after the intro, we'll ask you a few questions about your product. Yeah, no problem. Before we get through the troops, Ricky. All right. So anything else? Big shout out to our troops fighting the good fight here in this country abroad. We honor you. We respect you. We want to say thank you very much for your service. I've been saying it all week with various soldiers that have come in here, various veterans of different wars. Fact check true. And, you know, I don't know if you served at all, but uh, 
Tahabi, who served his 24, uh, month, uh, 24 years, to Chappie, wherever you are, jumping out of airplanes. We miss you. We're wishing you a very, very uh, Merry Christmas to uh, Chief George, Command Sergeant Major George. Uh, we miss you, brother. Hopefully we'll see you soon. And to all our first responders out there, the firemen, the police, EMTs, paramedics, just thank you very much for your service. Okay. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. All right. It's all good. We say we do the mailbag Amen. real quick. Just got one thing in the mailbag. And then we can talk to Andre about making liquor in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah. Okay, mailbag. Tucker from Kansas. You asked for yeah, him. Yeah, I was. And he heard you. I hope, <laughs> I hope they serve beer in hell. <laughs> okay, hacks. It's been a minute since my last email, but hey, life goes on. Congrats on the five years. I've been catching up on old shows while at work, so I can't comment on much that's happened recently. But what I can say is that Pat's new name feels much more fitting. <laughs> ah, yes. I, <laughs> I don't know that I buy the whole horticulturalist thing. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, do I do I need to go into that again? No, no, no. please no, please no. do not. I have something else for you on that top. Oh, I didn't put it in here. Flowers grows on trees. Remember, remind me to get back to you on the horticulture thing. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, I'm off the clock. You guys. It's tied into cigars. Oh, okay. Okay. You guys are doing great. But a controversy I'm surprised no one talked about was the bombing of Poland by Ukraine. Oh, yeah. The world thinks it's Russia, a non-NATO country, bombing Poland, a NATO country, and is ready to unleash all hell. Then it turns out to be Ukraine, another non-NATO country, and suddenly it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. That's a real good point. Oh, it was an accident. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't seem right to me. You guys are great. Make the work day a little easier. Thanks, Tucker from Kansas. Hey, cool beans. Nice to hear from you, Tucker. There we go. So appreciate we'll it. To, we'll have to do a little research on that one. That's yeah, a good one. that's interesting. It's true. What you? When do you want me to bring up the horticulture thing? Oh, you want me to do it right now? Okay. Might as well. Wherever. So, Pathogen Page sent me a little link on uh, plants on some plant thing, and they're using some tobacco. It's not a tobacco like this kind of tobacco plant, right. but a relative to the tobacco plant. And they've genetically modified it or cross-pollinated it or something with something to make cocaine. So the thing oh. produces cocaine oh, when you dry the leaves. Oh, That's lovely. And, I well, cocaine. actually it is because the cocaine is used in medicinal applications. Yeah. And mm. they have a hard time producing it because... The, Everybody just snorts it up. Yeah, well, it's different. There's it's other different. reasons. Yeah. So the oh, stuff they that like they're the making, they're basically nose. synthesizing it using... Uh, yeah, they probably use uh, either GMO, usually plants, I don't even know, It maybe tissue culture, which is a more molecular, cellular uh, way of breeding plants. And, and sometimes snoring can, can emphasize growth, too. And, uh, yeah, that's interesting, though, you know. Wake yeah. up. Pat. Oh, sorry. Pat. Yes. Pat, are you done? How many Thank bushes you. That was very good, Pat. Oh, oh how okay. many bushes did I trim this week? Uh, zero. I, I blew some bushes, though. I, I you bet did. you did. I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> I blew some Open bushes. Open and search for it. Yeah. Do you use it as a pickup line or a bar? Shut down. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Actually, I was at a bar, uh, the deck uh, in Salisbury once, and uh, this was before I had some game. And there's literally a table. I would, this was I was just turned 21. I thought it was cool. And there's a table of like six or seven women. And I was like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know what I was talking about. So I was talking about bush tr- landscaping. And they're like, oh, you trimmed my bush. And I'm like, sure, sure. Pass this down to Pat. He can uh, read the article. I have to do homework now. Yeah. No, but it's just the whole point is to keep you quiet for yeah. about an hour. Yeah, that's right. You can read the article. Until <laughs> the podcast is over. Can, right. Instead of guessing what they did, it's right there. All right. The Thank article. You. Appreciate All right. it. Good. Good night. That's good. All right. Good night. <laughs> Castros.com. www.castros.com is launching their new online store this month. It's still not up yet, but it'll be there soon. Maybe it'll be up by the time this airs. And on Tuesday, December 6th, there was a post from the uh, Smoke and Flame on Facebook saying, We're back. Oh, so maybe they got their issue situation resolved over there. Oh, it's made in China. Of course, and, uh, it's made in China. And maybe we'll see the smoke of flame back. Hey, Ricky, what do you think? Maybe. I don't know because uh, the liquor commission is. Yeah, the one they, they, I'm not. Know. I am not so sure. They, Piss off the liquor commission. Yeah, and well, let's they have, see they what make happens. You jump through hoops, but I, I think they're going to have to jump through hoops. Yeah. Where are they located? Pelham. 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 38. Pelham. 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 Line. What happened? Liquor Commission shut them down. Ah. They did not get their license renewed, and they had to go through hearings. And Anyway. So maybe so they so got a temporary. Yeah, Andre, you have to deal with the Liquor Commission a little bit, don't you? More than you would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So so let's... let's oh, all right, let me just finish the one, couple, two things here on the news. Stogie and Spirits Podcast is a new podcast out of the Diplomat Cigar Lounge in Keene. Okay. Right? They're Wednesdays at 7.30. They do a live video. They did one episode so far. Yep. And they set up in the same corner we were. It's cool. All, it's video. So there's three guys okay. sitting there at those tables there smoking yeah. cigars and drinking and just shooting nice. breeze. So it's kind of cool. Welcome so to funny. the pond. It's so funny because, like, it reminds me of when we started. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the origins. It's, it's just like when we started. Beautiful. Right? Leggero and all that. Right. Oh, boy. <laughs> now we're highly trained professionals. Right. They were trying to figure out what the size of a cigar meant. You know, 6 by 52. It's like, oh, that's 6 inches. What's the 52 mean? And nobody knew. It's oh, like, God. Pretty hackish. Yeah. That would be yeah, right, up, right in our line. <laughs> but... Just so that they, so you know, it's sixty fourths of an inch. Hey, so, it is. That's true. Right. Chris, what, what is that worth there? That's the. Diet. I don't know. I can't read that from here. <laughs> it's kind of a weird way of doing it. Is mm-hmm. that like a? It's like a South the America M-word. thing. Which word? The M. Fifty-two sixty-fourths of an inch. Yeah, yeah. Well, sixty-fourths. Right. I don't know it's like points, you know. Whatever. So that's going on there. So www.stogies-spirits.com. And uh, Hackapalooza 5.0 is, is Thursday, February 2nd through Sunday, the February 5th. Send us an email if you're interested. And that's it for the news. Excellent. So, Andre. Yes. Okay, all joking aside, tell us about what you supply and how you got into this. And, and the name of your company. And the name of your company and so forth. All right. First off, my name is Andre Marku, and I'm the owner, distiller, whatever you want to call it, of Live Free Distillery in Manchester, New Hampshire. Live Free or Die. Sure, it's not Live Free? No, it's Live Free. Hobby, Live free. That's how Hobby read it the first time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Produce whiskeys, vodkas, flavored moonshines, 
Um, also, I have a line of barrel-aged syrups and sauces. Um, kind of got into the whole distilling thing by accident. What I mean by that is my wife made me find a hobby. Okay. <laughs> I, because of my background, my background's in uh, computer-aided drafting and design and metal fabrication. And the company I was working for, our busy time of year was from November to May. And we were taking care of all the sand and gravel and asphalt plants throughout New England. Okay. And that's when they're shut down doing their repairs and maintenance for the year. So we were working 16 to 18-hour days, seven days a week. And the only days we were able to take off was uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. And we were just working all the time. So in the middle of that, my wife now, girlfriend at the time, she forced me to find a hobby so that way I would have something else to occupy my somewhat very limited time. Well, I was thinking about doing beer, but I know a lot of people that make beer, and I drink a lot of beer, so it would have been bad. I like beer. Yeah, I love beer. She drinks wine, so that could have been a lot of fun, but would have been bad at the same time. Right. Right. But we don't partake in the spirits too, too often, so thought about getting into this, so ended up taking, well, stealing one of her stock pots in a stainless bowl and made my first homemade still underneath the deck. And did my first run with the turkey fryer, and it definitely wasn't the smartest decision of my life because there was open flame and vapors going everywhere. (laughs) I'm still here, so that tells you one thing. But it it meant that I could prove the theory of distillation, so I wanted to get into it more and more. So I gave her the option of let me turn the basement into a small distillery, or we're going to turn it into a grow center. So, being from New Hampshire, yep. you, the, she chose the lesser of two evils, because you don't hear about people getting uh, right. arrested up here for making illicit alcohols, whereas the other thing, you hear about that, well, you did, quite a bit back in the day. So, and then over time, just wanted to get it more and more and more, and it started becoming a little bit more than a hobby, because the equipment I was running as a hobby is the equipment I'm running at the distillery. Yeah, so it got to be a little bit more than a hobby. So you went all in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I went more than all in. Did you end up quitting your job? And I quit that job, and then I ended up going to uh, work for a... Uh, another distillery in New Hampshire, getting them started, showing them how to run their equipment, how to come up with recipes and all that, and then ended up leaving them, started my own, and I do work a regular full-time job for another steel fabricator in uh, Gosstown, New Hampshire. Wow. So what's your products? What do you put out? So got an apple pie moonshine, a lemonade moonshine, a... Corn whiskey, white rum, a toasted rum, mm. a traditional vodka, plain vodka, a vanilla vodka, a lavender vodka. Are these wheat vodkas or are they potato vodkas? The vodka is actually made from corn, corn. and malt. Okay. So it's two different grains. Okay. So regular vodka, vanilla vodka, lavender vodka, a pickle vodka. Mm. A Bloody Mary. Yes, very much so. I get the white haired nation coming in Saturday, Sunday mornings to get that to have with their Really? Oh yes. They love their bloody. So Marys. where can it be purchased? 
the majority of stuff can only be purchased at the distillery in Manchester. So it's a building. It's a oh yeah. It's a uh, if you're familiar with Manchester, it's right on East Industrial Drive, right off Exit Six, okay, uh, Cambia Road in Manchester. The only products that are available at the state level is the Apple Pie Moonshine. The regular vodka, maple whiskey, and a honey whiskey. Okay. And then for barrel-aged stuff, we got a bourbon, a American whiskey that we call our Kangamangus whiskey. Oh, I like we that. have a wheat whiskey, a single malt whiskey, and then the latest one just came out with is a gin whiskey. Ooh. Ooh. Yes, that one will definitely mess with your senses. And do you sell to bars and local establishments? or No, I can only sell to the Liquor Commission because New Hampshire is a control state. So all the bars and restaurants in the state have to buy through the Liquor Commission. So you sell to the Liquor Commission. I sell to the Liquor Commission so that way some bars and restaurants can acquire the product. So does that mean the FDA checks out your product? or So we're... We have to be registered with the FDA, right. but it's not the FDA that really controls us. The FDA is just a guidance of what ingredients can be used. Okay. But the organization, the federal organization that controls distilleries is called the TTB, the Tax and Trade Bureau. Okay. And then the state of New Hampshire themselves. Right. So. Wow. A lot of hoops to jump to. Any plans to make a rye? Uh, I have made a rye in the past. It might happen this year, but it won't be released this year. Yeah. So, wow. what What's your I, longest aged alcohol? What do you right mean? now, it's going on three and a half years. Okay. And I've only been open for a little over four and a half. Okay. Yeah. So. Any gin, straight gin you make too? Or? Okay. So, everyone has that one thing that turned them away, especially in college. Yeah. And mine was gin. So, mine no, I will not make a gin. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Everyone has that one. Yeah. <laughs> and do you have tasters? Yep, you can come in. Uh, you can sample as much as you like. Uh, hmm. By law, we're only allowed to do a half, half ounce a sample life. per product. But yeah, you can come in and try as much as you like. I wow. usually pour uh, maybe a quarter ounce, so that way people, if you want to try more, they can. So when you're distilling this, like I'm talking like from your level, the professional level, Yep. does somebody, uh, are you the tester or how do you know when you're there? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a one-man band. I okay. don't have any employees or anything. Right. It's just me that wow. does everything. It definitely is a lot of work. But over the years, I've been distilling well over 12 years. Okay. So I've had a lot of practice. At the beginning, gave a, lo- a lot of alcohol away to a lot of friends. Right. To tell Same. me what you like, what you don't like. Right. And then just a lot of trial and error. Wow. So do you have specific hours you're open? On Saturdays and Sundays from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Okay. So just on the weekends. So you work seven days a week? Yes. I work Monday through Friday at my full-time job that... Pays the mortgage, keeps the wife right. happy. Oh, so this is still your hobby. This is your, oh yeah, your this is well. Hustle. It is definitely a business, but it's your side hustle. Side hustle, yeah. definitely. Wow, and it's doing, doing well. Oh yeah, it's doing very well. I got uh, a distributor that I'm. They're dealing with the state for me because I just can't deal with the state anymore. Right. <laughs> very difficult, and in the uh, state of Maine. And going into the state of Vermont with a bunch of products. Beautiful. So, do you see this? Are you trying to push this further to uh, a oh, full yeah. career? Oh, yes, uh, definitely. Yeah. Good. For that, you. That's definitely my ultimate goal is to be able to make this. Well, piggybacking here with Muon Labe is a very. Oh, yeah. The, you 
Did now did Steve come to you or you went to Steve? How did that Steve work? contacted me months ago. He was trying to get a whole thing situated with uh, whiskeys to pair with his cigars. Okay, so um, and he went and talked to a bunch of the other distilleries throughout the state and me and Steve just really kicked it off. So we need to back up because we're here at Plastar Cigar for Molon Lave cigar event and we have the the Molon Lave the spirits that Andre's making, producing for for Steve, who does Molon Labe. And we also have the coffees here, too, the yes. Molon Labe coffee. So it's coffees, spirits, and cigars here at Plastow Cigar tonight. Yes. And Amen. there's a big crowd. You can hear them in the background. Yeah. A crowd of people trying all this good stuff. Yeah. And we're smoking the Molon Labe cigar. And you guys all sampled the, the spirits. We're even wearing their merch, too. Some hats and shirts. Yes. And- Yep, and so that's the backstory of why we're all here and why Andre's here. Yes. Well, I so. put the maple whiskey yeah. in a coffee, oh. and it was to die for. I'll bet. Delicious. Yep. Oh, yeah. Delicious. That one's and made I, with real New Hampshire maple syrup. Yeah, and you know what? If that was ever in a glass with a rim, you know, with a cinnamon rim, oh. you got one hell of a drink. Oh, with a cinnamon stick and a uh, yeah. and that maple whiskey and a pink oh. glass. I don't and care what color it is. <laughs> Delicious, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Yep. Delicious. All good. That's all good. Well, so, thank you. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you for yeah. having me. Say the address again for our listeners in the name. One thousand East Industrial Park Drive in Manchester, New Hampshire. Live Free Distillery. Okay. Do you have a website or anything yet? Or got a Facebook? Do you have a website or anything? Uh, Yeah, we got Live Free Distillery website, Facebook, and Instagram. Beautiful. Most of everything that we come out with, we uh, post on social media, let people know. So I don't know when this is going to be coming out. When you guys are planning on releasing this? Probably the nineteenth. So December seventeenth, Santa Claus is coming to town. Is going to be at the distillery, which is my dad, (laughs) because he looks like Santa Claus. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, and then I got Yukon Cornelius going to be there. Awesome. (laughs) And I have uh, Ralphie from the Christmas Story in the pink rabbit outfit that will be there also. So we're going to be doing pictures and stuff for. All our customers and anyone, any kids that want to, parents want their kids to take pictures at a distillery. So that's beautiful. Yeah, right. (laughs) Would you come up with a name? Uh, Just, I'm a big, big New Hampshire guy, and being where I'm located in Manchester, I think it's actually perfect. Yeah, location because being in Manchester, 45 minutes away from absolutely everything. So 45 minutes away from the White Mountains, 45 minutes away from the ocean. 45 minutes away from big city and it that's really that's why i love new hampshire and no one actually chose live free anything for alcohol yeah so that's why i chose it it beautiful you got it off a license plate yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. 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 yeah, I saw it on a license plate, so <laughs> got to be good. Cool. But I'm sure it'll work. Beautiful, awesome. Do you have stickers? I uh, I do, but I don't have any with me. Okay, I got to make sure I get some. I'll put them on my truck. You don't have any stickers on your truck, or yes, you? I do. <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> okay, so look, oh, that's a cool right story. There. He's and, got a truck and, under uh, those stickers. And uh, <laughs> thank you. We ran into you at the Moen Labe event that was up at Castro's a couple yes. weeks ago. Yeah. And I sampled all the stuff while I was there. And, yeah, the, the maple whiskey is yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with those awesome. types of flavors, the biggest complaint I always hear is it's either way too sweet 
way too syrupy. It's a real low proof, and they actually add coloring to it. So this whole uh, recipe with this one, it's 92 proof, and it's proofed down using real New Hampshire maple syrup. Wow. So you do have that sweetness, but you also have that whiskey bite that people yes. are looking for. So. so when you do events like this, you're not selling your whiskey. No, just you're, sampling. You're sampling. So then you tell them, go to the distillery. Yep. That's where you can get it. Or the liquor store. Or the liquor store. Could you sell a few could you sell if you wanted to? No. That's, well, that's, that's the Liquor Commission. Right. That's what I was yeah. going with. So, yeah. Wow. Has to go nice. through that. Yep. That's fabulous. Oh, yeah. So, so there are other yeah. weird regulations in each state? Oh, every state is different. Got their own thing, yeah. So a lot of people that we get a lot of touristy people, and right. they ask, can you ship it? No, you can't. Every state is totally different. Yeah. I can't stop people from shipping their own stuff. And right. telling them what you may be able to do to get it to go through, but I, as the business myself, cannot. So do you sell out of your store? Oh, yes. Uh, 95% of what I sell is right out of the tasting room right. in Manchester. Okay. So, Wow. Do you wow. give tours? Oh, yeah. You can yeah. come in. The you can... cigar hacks are going on a tour. Oh, <laughs> Sounds yeah. good. Check yeah. things out. We need a bus. <laughs> well, we have a limo. <laughs> We smoke cigars up there. You get outside? Uh, not really, but you go in the parking lot. Out. Oh yeah, you can do that. We could do a podcast in the summer. There you go. Yeah, yeah and if the stills and are running, because I have two stills, and if the stills are running, you can taste it right off the still. Wow. We um we did a podcast for another distillery. Yep. And made somewhere in the amount of thirty five hundred dollars for that we donated. That oh, that's donated cool. and to the veterans. We had, yeah. to, to the, the veterans, veterans and, yep. we had, and on top of that, that distillery did had a hell of a night. Yeah, because yeah. so everybody awesome. bought. That's so we awesome. We could do something similar. Oh, that'd be great. Really? You know, cigar people drink a lot of whiskey. So, all right, all right. Well, thank you very much. Well, yep. thank, well thank you thank guys. You, I appreciate it. Yep. Thank you, Andre. Thank, thank you, Andre. We're gonna bring Steve on here. Okay. Now, what else we got going on here? How are you liking the cigar, guys? Yeah. It's good. Great cigar. This is uh, <coughs> nice and clean. This tastes different from the other cigar we yeah. smoked. And I smoked oh, the Corona the other day. It was very different than this. It, this the one I had at my my humidor. This is different, this is different this is, than the Churchill that I had di- earlier. This is different. It's well, they, you know what they say: size matters. You know, it does. <laughs> the blend is different. Yeah, it's, depending yeah. on the size. Yeah, so. I uh, I don't know. I keep on tasting that licorice. I, I taste, don't know why. I just, I just started tasting some licorice. I don't know why. No, I only I got do. that during the cold drama. I'll have to ask. Yeah. It doesn't seem to have a lot of smoke. No. No. It's different from the cigar we smoked. Yeah. Well, although we did smoke the Mul- Mulan Labe Toro. No, it was Torpedo. Torpedo. Yep. So, so Maddie, what's happening in the store lately? You got two events in a row here. I did, yeah. That's new. It is, Matt. Are we going to have lots of uh, events this winter, or we'll see? Similar? Yeah, it could be. Say, I got the Rocky Rock Patel Rock in New Year's. I can't wait for that. I'm coming. It's that's a Chappie tradition. So I am coming. Yeah. Is Chappie going to be here? No, Chappie's won't be back again for like two years. Really? Yeah. Wow. He doesn't get many breaks, and he came back for the last one, but. All right, so we have Steve Bartel from Molan Labe here. Hey guys, great to be back. Well, thank you. It's been a little while. 
We had we were in, it was back in August when we did it yep. with you last. Yep, it was it was August when we were here uh, last time, and uh, we had just started the company in May, and you guys were part of our launch. Uh, the end of the summer was fantastic, and I think it was well received by the group. We've had a great journey since then. We uh, we're here celebrating with Matt, who's uh, who's carrying our line here in uh, Plastow, and. Uh, Matt, I don't know if you just saw, but a huge group of people just came through your door. So yeah, a whole bunch of people. Yeah, there's a bunch of people. Your store. Yeah, you might need now. to get up and sell sell them some stuff. So yeah, yeah some, some every, guys. Everybody's smoking Molan Lobby, and we just had a guy that was following us on social media who uh, is a very well educated cigar smoker and smoked Molan Lobby for the first time tonight and uh, rave reviews. Good. So nice. very, very happy about that. Yeah. Can, can we ask you who, who's the photographer? So uh, that's Tracy Phillips uh, from Tracy Phillips Photography. She's uh, out of Exeter. Uh, She follows us around everywhere we go. If you look at our social media and our website, she does all of our photography, and she's fantastic. She's uh, been with me since the very beginning when we were putting this whole thing together, and uh, I love her. She's like family to me, and she does a phenomenal job. So if you guys need any photography work, you know, reach out to her. Okay. She's phenomenal. Hello there. so well, it looks like looks like everybody's enjoying the cigar today. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Have to Great ask cigar. you. I got a licorice taste on this. Why is that? That's a good question. I, yeah, a few of us. I have got it. it in the cold draw, very faint. Not anymore. Yeah, but in the cold draw, I get just very uh, faint. I, I don't know why, but I'm like, I just got this faint licorice taste. That, on and it. you know that's really interesting, Rick, because I've never heard that described like that. But now I'm smoking the same cigar you are. And now I'm getting that hint myself. <laughs> it's just it's just a little hint, and I'm going. That's odd. You know, could be I, the coffee. I'm, wonder, I'm wondering if it's the coffee that's interacting. Yeah, we're, we're sampling the coffees, and uh, yeah. So, how did you like the coffees? Did everybody try? Oh, some, everybody co- try something oh, different. different ones. I loved it. I love the coffee. Very good. Yeah. So, uh, we launched the coffee. Shortly after we launched the cigars, because people were like, there was a big momentum in the market for coffee pairing with cigars. So uh, we sat down with New Hampshire Coffee Roasters, who's our partner. They're also a New Hampshire-based company out of Dover. Uh, Coincidentally, I I knew the brothers by way of uh, my family. And we sat down and went through 106 different coffees to come up with five that paired with our cigars so if you look at our website every cigar is paired with a coffee wow and uh you know dark uh the uh death by chocolate is by far the the fan favorite uh my personal favorite is the soprano roast i i smoke i drink that with just about everything that i smoke uh we have a nicaraguan coffee that's phenomenal uh sumatra uh, that is also phenomenal, and then a creme brulee. So two flavored coffees, yep. three unflavored coffees, uh, and and one that's a medium roast. That Nicaragua is really kind of a medium. I've been drinking that all week, and it is So is that stellar. coffee beans from Nicaragua, or is it how, in the Sumatra? How does that? Yeah, so, so these guys source, literally they source the top 1% of Arabica bean coffee in the world, which is the best of the best, and it comes in green, they have it shipped into their factory green, and they small batch roast, and the reason we paired with them was, one, they were a New Hampshire company, two, they had the same values we did, which is small batch organic coffees um, that are roasted locally, so anytime you buy coffee from us, it's just been roasted. 
uh, before it gets shipped out. Well, that's funny. These cigars are getting roasted right now locally. Right? Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who'd you bring with you today? Your wife, your son? Is that your yep, son? So I have my, my wife was here. She left. She's been, she just got back from Spain, so she ah, was exhausted. Wow. There you go. Um, she brought me back a nice box of Cuban cigars from Spain. And then my youngest son, Blake, who was on the podcast the first time, he's here as well. Yeah, so he's working the room over there and smoking a lot of cigars, too. Oh, Megan Beautiful. just walked in. So. Hey, I texted her earlier, told yeah. her to get down here. Hey! Awesome. And then, um, you know, I, you had Andre on just a minute ago. He's uh, We had a spirit line launch. We did the same thing. We, we looked for a spirit partner to pair with our five cigars. And we, we, we you know, interviewed and tasted with uh, Andre. And uh, he's a phenomenal guy. Small batch. Really cares about the product that he puts out. Um, and that was a fun tasting. So coffee was fun. We got high and got higher with cigars. Uh, after doing that tasting, it felt like my hair was standing straight up. Uh, and then we did a tasting with, with Andre, and uh, you know that was a drunk factory. I had to get a had to get a car home. But it was a lot of fun. Smoke. Andre doesn't really smoke cigars, but he's really he knows his liquor and he does a good job. So now we have his Molin Lobby Spirit line to go with everything. So we nice. get the whole experience. So, what did you guys think of the think of the liquor? Any favorites? Fan favorites? Maple. <laughs> that maple was maple good. I like just the bourbon. Yeah. I'm a bourbon guy. Yeah. Simple. The yeah. bourbon was really smooth. Very good. Single barrel bourbon. Yeah. Anybody, anybody like the rum? I did. Toasted rum. That was very good. The rum. You know, I'm a huge rum fan. I got to try that again because it was it definitely unique rum. Um, Not too sweet. Slightly spiced. Yeah. It was nice. It, it was. I got to try it again because. I'm going to taste but the bourbon. It was good. Ask Andre. Bring one over. Can I have a rum, please? And a bourbon. And a bourbon. And a bourbon. So, so, so Pat, it really one it really bourbon. hits like a whiskey, one not a rum, right? Right. It, right. it tastes one more. Rum. That's the thing. It, one it's very, beer. It's a much more of a whiskey <laughs> rum, and that's why it's unique. So each of the Mulan Labes have a little bit of different flavors because of the sizes. Yep. What's your favorite? Man, that's a tough call. Thank that's you. like asking you which one of your children you yeah, like the most. Right. Oh, that's yeah. easy. I'll tell you mine. They're, they're probably listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have my favorites, too. I have seven children, and uh, I Only don't want to say which one's my favorite. But uh, I really like, well, I like this Corona a lot. Yeah. Uh, I smoke this Corona. It's probably my most frequent cigar. But I smoke uh, I smoke the Torpedo probably the most frequently, and that was the Thank first you. one you, you guys tried. <sighs> When we did the, uh, the hey, last I think I'll everybody here has tried the Mulan Lobby yes. cigars before, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. To the drum. Um, to the drum. I'm curious what Megan's going to think. Her yeah. and I have similar palates, so I'm always sending her cigars. I, sl- I sent her, I'm going to try these cigars months ago. See? But you and, drank uh, She just good, let one it? up, so we'll see what wow. she thinks in a little while. Well, well Megan, Megan thank, thank you for coming <laughs> wow. and trying good, the cigar. Right? Most appreciated. <laughs> yeah, it's been a great journey. We've been doing a lot of events. We've been doing a lot of tastings and pairings, and uh, we've, been, we've been very busy. Thank you. Better than Knob Creek. This is delicious. <laughs> I, I hope so. Wow. There you go. Okay, so Megan's joining us. You just Megan. lit it up. What do you think? What's up, fellas? Initial hey. impression. Welcome. It's smooth. It's very, very smooth. Perfect. <laughs> that was the perfect drop for her. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. I'll get, is, I'll get you back. This is your first time on with us, isn't it? It is. Yes. Yeah. Well, we got to come up with a nickname. For me? Can't, can't be beat my new nickname. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. You want to know what his new nickname is? Right here. Right here. I called my groin. 
people ask it hurts you where that's Pat McGroin Pat McGroin Mark, what did you get me into today? <laughs> I just invited you, you down the- for cigars and some I samplings. Know, I know. You're on the hacks. I rushed here after dinner, and it's really smooth. I'm much more, my palate is like, I like the deep, rich, like really, really like in-depth smokes. Well, you and I have a similar palate. Like, I'm a Maduro. I'm a triple Maduro. I'm a black. I mean, I like it rich. So, no, this is really smooth. This is, I mean, it's an easy smoke so far off the first pulls. The draw is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, it's... I think this actually might be the first one I've ever had. Yeah. So it's a good one. It's good. a good one to start with. So yeah. So are these all the same blend? All the same blend. All, the, all grown in the same place. All raised in the same farm. Mm-hmm. All raised, rolled in the same factory. The only differentiator is uh, one pair of hands rolls each cigar. Each different cigar. Each Vitolo is rolled by a different an individual. So roller. that would account for the differences between, right. besides the size differences in, in the, the, you know, the proportions yep. that you get yep. in the different sizes. Okay. Yep. And that then the wrap, the wrappers are all the same. We try to keep them consistent. They just smoke and taste a little bit differently, how you cut them and what size of Vitola you're yeah. smoking. So yeah, it really makes a difference. Yeah. Find the filler wrapper, if you want to say it again. Mm-hmm. Cuba Leaf Binder Filler, Esteli okay. Nicaragua, rolled with a 15-year Habana Windsor Lock wrapper. Wow. Our 23s are being produced right now. They're going to be boxed uh, probably the end of January and released. Uh, we've we went through a third of our inventory already in like six months for the 22s. We're getting ready to produce the 23s. The only difference between the 22s and the 23s is the wrappers 14 years, not 15 years. They're going to be a little bit different. They're going to taste a little bit different. Not much, but a little. Is it? And this is a question because we were. Uh, we, I actually asked Rocky about this. Do you know if the factory, do they freeze their tobacco? Do we freeze it? Yeah. No. So, okay. Nope. Uh, I know that for a fact. We have a lot of control over what we do. I mean, my partner is the grower and owner of the, the land that produces the tobacco with the exception of the, of the wrapper. Uh, and the differentiator is 100% organic. We talked about this last time. Right. Where you have no pesticide on the leaf, no pesticide or fertilizer in the ground. Uh, so, and the same so, hold, and the same hold true for the wrapper. So we have a pl- we have a plot that and a dedicated grower for our wrapper. Right now we have uh, five years of inventory uh, of that wrapper, so we are in very, very good shape. So I have a horticultural question. So you said no fertilizer. I hope I can answer. So it. you said no fertilizer. I forgot to ask this the first time. You owe me fifty bucks. I told you you'd mention it. <laughs> so you said no it just cost fertilizer. Me money. So that's synthetic fertilizer. Made that's in. right. There's so do they use compost because it needs organic material to grow? Obviously, yep. yep. They have to. They have to use compost, Pat, because yeah. otherwise the land gets old, right? Right. Yeah. So, so what kind of compost is it? What's the nitrogen and a, phosphorus a, ratio? You're you're really stre- <laughs> you're really stretching me there, Pat. I, I, you know, Pat's over here talking. Like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> what if, Pat, Pat what I'll if, tell you what. I'll check with my horticulturist. No, no, I'm just you. I'm just messing with that. But no, it, it listen, is. Listen, when a donkey takes. <laughs> you put a seed in it. <laughs> it's a leprechaun. Yeah, right. God. I'm waiting for him to play me so horny. That's gonna be going. They kicked my groin. I don't know why they kicked my groin. Me so horny. But, but no, I want to. I want to tell you guys. I, first of all, I want to thank this. I want to thank this group immensely. 
uh, for the job that you guys do. It's entertaining. It's fun. You guys do a really good job, but you take it seriously, too, and I really appreciate that. And I love the back-and-forth discussion. Uh, between what we do and you guys give me good feedback to improve the product so you know first year of anything is hard it's been a really really hard I've been working on this project for five years it took me five years to get this thing to launch we launched have we made some mistakes along the way can we improve absolutely Absolutely. we could but we're working to improve and the good news is as a small company we can make improvements quickly if we have a problem we can fix it quickly so the question around freezing has to do with when tobacco goes above, it's like above 74, 75, 74 degrees uh, uh, humidity. Of, of humidity. Relative humidity. Right. And the temperature. So the temperature you and humidity the, gets up You run too the high. risk of uh, cigar beetles. Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of the big factories, a lot of factories, uh, a lot of places that are putting out cigars freeze their uh, freeze uh, the product. The product, yeah. and then they don't well, have a to be to be quite to be honest with you, those insects are a problem no matter what. And if they freeze it nine times out of ten, they're freezing beetles into the product. They're not. Yeah. It's not always preventing the product. Well, it kills the eggs. Is it, what kills it kills the, the eggs, eggs yeah. right? So we pick through. We have people that pick through our product to mm-hmm. ensure that that's not that that's yeah. not the case. Yeah. You haven't had anybody. Um, I've had no with... beetles climb out of my cigar, yeah. which is been, okay. Uh, well, I think there's one right there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes is that good. A, huh? Is that a beetle, or are you just happy to yeah. see? Well, them? usually you don't see the beetles. You'll see little holes, little tiny little holes. holes. Yeah, because yeah. they're really small. Right. right. Those are borers. They're called. That's yeah. the proper yep. term. Is oh. a borer. Yep. Take it off and do it. Amateur. <laughs> Megan, you're so hard. I am. <laughs> Rick, Rick and Dave know me pretty well. <laughs> well you, you got to love it. So it was it was interesting the conversation I had with uh, with Tom, who was a first time smoker. He came, he saw us on social media, and he came to the event, which I thought was cool. He came from Nashua and really knows his cigars, and he was uh, really wanted to try the cigar and uh, enjoyed it. Bought, he actually bought a couple of cigars and. Uh, you know, had nothing but good thing to say, and he's a Maduro smoker too. So, I'm, and by the way, I, I'm a Maduro smoker. I, I, you know what? I smoke a lot of cigars. Why? Everywhere Same. I go, people are like, "Oh, you're in the business. Great. Try this. Try this. Try that." Yeah. I'm like you guys. I get millions of cigars that I'm smoking, and I tend my palate is towards is really towards a Maduro as well. And I actually took a two month hiatus. I'll tell you guys a funny story. I took a two month hiatus for my cigar. Which was hard. It was like Recently? breaking. It was like breaking up with a girl. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm not smoking you anymore. And I went on a journey, and I went out, and I smoked a lot of cigars, three, four, five cigars a day, all different cigars, all different types. Uh, and I did a photo shoot with Tracy last week, and of course, I had to take pictures with my cigar, so I started lighting them up and smoking them. And it was like going back to that girlfriend that broke up with you that you really, really loved. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's so good to be back with my girlfriend. You know, And if my wife was here, I tell that story because we got together after 35 years. She was my high school sweetheart. And uh, so it was kind of like that. And I really enjoyed, after taking that break from my cigar, enjoyed coming back and smoking that cigar again. And I smoke a lot of different cigars. And, I, you know, Rick and I I were talking about that. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just some, there's great stuff out there, you know? I mean, there's a lot of great stuff. And it's a shame if you're not trying as much as you possibly can, because there's really good stuff out there. Yeah, and my, I mean, like I said, I lean towards triple Maduros, blacks, Maduros, but I also can appreciate, and some of my other top cigars are like a Corojo. 
complete opposite end yeah. of the spectrum. Yep. But I can also appreciate a good sun grown as well. It just kind of depends on my mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was telling Rick, uh, you know, I, one of the cigars I've fallen in love with over my journey was that Aladino Cameroon, and I am smoking the hell out of that thing. I can't stop smoking. It's like crack. Uh, the other one is a Olmec uh, cigar by Foundation. I mean, I bought two boxes of those, and I huffed them down in like a week and a half. Two outstanding cigars. <laughs> right? Anything yeah, Aladino, you cannot go wrong with. But that right? Cameroon is... It's it like, lights out. Right? It, yeah. It's so like creamy and caramely and just really delicious. I've had two of those. Those right? are really and good. And then, then Matt carries that Christian Aroa cigar, which I really love. Oh. You know, the Maduro is amazing. I bought, I think I bought three boxes from him. And, you know, this, I'm a cigar owner, again, and I'm smoking a lot of other cigars. But, again, I come back to my own cigar, and I just love it because it's clean. It's clear. It's you know, it's it, you can smoke it with any coffee. You can drink it with any. You can have it with any drink. Yeah, I think every cigar owner that we've spoken to has pretty much said they smoke a lot of other things because yeah. they want to know. You have to. What's the other guy doing? Well, that's Rock, exactly right. Rocky yeah. said that last week. He yeah. said when we mentioned Aladino, he was like, "Yeah, uh, yeah, I love yeah. love Pusco." Well, you know what's interesting? I, I met Jorge Padron, and I was talking to him, and he said, oh, I smoke a lot of cigars. I'm not going to tell you who they are. Right? So, But I'm not afraid to tell you who, who I'm smoking because, yeah. it, you know what, it's a great industry, and uh, people are always willing to give you a leg up, and I appreciate you guys coming out and promoting. I Again, I, pres- I really appreciate Matt carrying the cigar here. And the fans. We're making a ton of fans here in New Hampshire. And I will tell you, I don't know about you guys. I travel all over the country, all over the world. And New Hampshire, in particular, probably has one of the most educated cigar populations of anywhere in the United States. And I would throw that out to anybody. You know, we have a lot of discerning smokers. We have four brands of cigars that come out of this state. New Hampshire's doing a really good job. And I don't find that everywhere. I go to other places. There's a lot of casual smokers. I wouldn't call them educated smokers. Uh, but you have that here. You have a discerning palate. Uh, and and we, that's something we should be proud of here. And you guys are part of that. And I really appreciate it. That's the first time anyone's called me educated. So I appreciate <laughs> I, that. I think he was... Pat, I was, just, I was, was po- putting I, you in the group. Pat, I, was point, Pat, I was pointing at Rick and Dave. Pat, yeah, yeah, yeah. one, out of, one I, out of 101%. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> plus, he was, plus he was talking about New Hampshire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said us, so... You're, yeah. not, you're not us. <laughs> Uh-oh, neither am I. <laughs> oh, you're okay. Yeah, you are, you're all right. All right, all right. You're okay. That's because I'm a chick. <laughs> that's right. Well, well, and that's the other thing, Megan, right, is... You don't have a groin like I am though. a unicorn in this industry. You know what? So there's a there's a lady sitting in the she's down the other end. I saw her, her when name, I walked her in. Her name is Anne. And I've uh, really bonded with Anne. She came to one of my launch events and she is a discerning smoke female smoker like yourself. Loves our cigars. She's been coming to all of our events now. Uh, and I have never seen a woman smoke a cigar i went out with her the other night she was down she had me two to one on a cigar i couldn't she outsmoked me like you wouldn't believe and i like her she's an amazing For, person For, fortunately with the show we have some very consummate tobacconistic women yeah, yeah. I mean, we really do. Between the Brooklyn chick, the yep. Baroness, yep. you know, Megan? Ah, the Baroness. The Baroness, Pathogen Page. We have some. And the Silver Fox. And the Silver Fox. You know, you got Cindy Sacker out there. And yep. you know what? I'm going to call you 
Oh. Her Majesty Megan, because you are a beautiful princess. Oh, thank you, Rick. That is going to be your name. So, I will so slide Ma- you your money after the show. Okay, Megan, one, one of the things that Molan Labe really wants to do is, I know we're sort of a macho brand, you know, come take it, 300, the whole thing. Or like Camacho brand of the brotherhood. Right. We mm. really, we really yeah. want, we really want to reach to the females, uh, the female audience in, in a way that's different. And we really are encouraging them because I think this is a cigar that any woman could pick up yes. and enjoy. And really have a good experience, even if it was a first experience. Then you yes. need to have right? Pat McGroin rep you. Because <laughs> I get all the ladies. <laughs> oh, awesome. It's not what I heard. No. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All Where's right. Toshe. Well, they hey, Pat, Pat, <laughs> Pat, is your first question, what kind of fertilizer do you put in the ground? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I, 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 say, I say something else about fertilizing yeah. with the ladies. What, what so. type of fertilizer do you so I can trim your bush? Right? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, you know. Oh, man. You know, That's right up there with the, I really the, don't know how good the carpet mat. Match the drapes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't know how good he's doing. He hasn't missed a podcast in months. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So thanks to Steve There's Bartel only- for taking the podcast right off the tracks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. That's right. Right. All right. We're gonna do uh, some current events. You ready? To you know. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm gonna bounce out. I'm gonna go say okay, hi sure. to the guests and uh, okay. I appreciate thank you, you guys again, very much. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. What do you say to Hav? Oh, we got 13 tonight. 13. 13. The bar is at three, folks. Okay, folks, here we go. Twins London there in New Hampshire every day at 724. Get the 724 cent drink special. Uh, then we're going to Original Cigar and Bar, North Conway, New Hampshire. As always, buy five cigars, get one free, plus 10% off bar military and first responders. Three. Catch some football on the big screen. One more. One. Okay, Cigar Shenanigans, North Conway and Littleton, New Hampshire. Save the date. DT&E Ice Fishing Extravaganza with Steve Saka. Saturday, March the 11th at noon. $125 per person. Reservation is required. Yeah, that's five, 50 year of that now. Yep. That's pretty cool. Okay, Shall then we, we go on to uh, Nashua, Eli Smoking Lounge, Nashua, New Hampshire. Ladies' night is back. Thursdays at 6 p.m., $3 drink special. Wow. Okay, the Tobacco Shack, Rally Mass. Football is back on the shack, open for all Patriots games. The annual Christmas party is on Friday, December the 33rd. December the 23rd. 23rd. <laughs> uh, December the 23rd, 4 p.m. with live music and cigar specials. I think we're going to be there. Okay, here we go. Michael Cigar Bar, Worcester, Mass. Live music Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Video game Sunday. And movie Monday at 3 p.m. Taco Tuesday, every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Buffet style, all you can eat with purchase of any drink of cigar. Free pizza, a kickoff of all Patriots games from Jason's Pizza with purchase of any cigar or drink. Okay, we got Boulevard Grill and Cigar Lounge, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Forged Cigar Dinner with Jim Price, Tuesday, December the 20th at 5 p.m. Three forged cigars, two for non-members, plus a four-course gourmet meal. Course one, charcuterie course. Two, charcuterie. Charcuterie. Yes. Course two, traditional, traditional Caesar salad. Course three. Prime rib, course four, sex and a triple. What the hell is trifle? That? Trifle, trifle, sex and triple. Trifle, trifle. That's, that's two right there. Okay. Oh, sex right. and a tricycle. That's uh, nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tried that one yet. Uh, you guys got me going here. Catholic, sign me up. They teach the course in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Okay, yep. we're going out to Pennsylvania now. Best Cigar Pub, Drums, Pennsylvania, holiday party <laughs> with Leland and Leanne. Andy. That's Leanne. This, Leanne. this three. Leanne and Andy. Brand <laughs> Friday, December 23rd, 8 to 11 p.m. Then we go to uh, Smoker's Abbey in Nashville, Tennessee. Poker every Wednesday at 7 p.m. in the East Nashville location. In Fuego, Rockwall, Texas. Cigars and coffee every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Then we go Match Cigar Bar, Riverside Cigars, Jeffersonville, Indiana. Every Thursday night, come and sip and smoke with DJ Stacy Broadway for some neo soul and R&B from 9 p.m. from 9 p.m. to midnight. Uh, DJ Joy Sundays at 9 p.m. Then we go to Cigar Quarters, Haines City, Florida. Yay. Sunday Pass every Sunday, 1 to 10 p.m. for football action. Ladies Night every Friday, 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. R&B Saturday, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Christmas Party Saturday, December 24th, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. New Year's Eve Party Saturday, December 31st, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Anthony is still killing it, baby. Okay. Last but not least, Cigar Life, Lakeland, Florida, E.P. Carrillo. Promo all month. Win an E.P. Carrillo golf bag. Sixth anniversary VIP dinner. Cruise from Tampa with Nick and Janine Badarmo on Saturday, January the 14th, 8.30, 11 p.m. on the Yacht Starship. That's $165 per person. Tickets are now on sale. Only a few tickets remain, and that's it, folks. Hey, Mario and Patty, we'll see you on yes. uh, December 16th. That's going to be in their, April. Uh, they're going to be in their Christmas party next Friday. Here's yeah. their uh, annual uh, holiday party. Beautiful. So I'll be down there enjoying... Uh, Enjoying the time with them. You're going to make it over to Haines City? I'm going to try to make it over there. Yep. That is one hell of a cigar you're smoking. (laughs) Holy Holy cow. Wow. Hey, hey, Rick, what would Hamlet say about that cigar? <laughs> Damn, I feel like I need to step up my game tonight. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's my second cigar shop in, in it today. So, geez, but I don't oh, know if I can yeah. handle that. Can handle that. This is this is my fifth fifth cigar today. So, wow, all wow. that size. That thing is <laughs> off to you. All, it's different, like a, all different sizes. Of, is that the lunatic? 60, yeah, this that's is the lunatic. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No, it's not. No, oh. this is the it's the asylum. Oh, the asylum. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. So, who do we have here? What's your name? Uh, my name is Anne. Yeah, we have Anne. a nice drop for you. Oh. Mr. Kiss, lover. That girl is. Well done, Dave. Well done. <laughs> He's always got something with the chicks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a cigar like that, you get poison. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you got to pick your poison, and yeah. it's got to be big, and it's got to be strong. A leger. We are so kindred spirits. Well, that, that, <laughs> that knocks yeah. out us. Doesn't look like it's a first rate or rodeo, right? Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're going to turn this over to the ladies now. Megan and Ann going to go for it. Ladies <laughs> segment. All oh, right. Boy. All right. Awesome. So what got you into smoking, Megan? This is probably an old question for everybody else in the room. Um, I'm going to probably age myself. Like 20 years ago, Like I I used to be at, living out in California. There was a cigar shop on one of my favorite locations out in California, and I figured I'd stop by, try to really light my old cigar, and that was pretty much about it. And that was like 20 years ago. Yeah. And so it's just... So you were like 12. 
I was 20-ish, actually. I was in my early 20s. Thank you very much. As I'm turning 42 next Saturday. Yeah, there you go. No, I just kind of got hooked. And I like the fact that it's casual. You make friends from it. Mm -hmm. There's a camaraderie about it. I'm very much a tomboy. So hanging out with the fellas, smoking cigars is... I enjoy it. It's fun for me. All this banter, I'm like, I'm I'm home. It makes me so happy. Mm. So it is. Um, that's kind of like where I've started, and let the, that was pretty much. I never looked back. I took a break for a while. I, you know, got married, had kids, and like as I got older and they got older, I'm like, I got to get back into it. So rapidly in the past three or four years, my collection is insane. I finally had to buy an actual legit commercial grade humidor cabinet that I just had put in my house. Yeah. Not realizing that I had so many boxes scattered, I ended up with like 36, wow. not including all my singles. Yeah, you beat Dave. Yep. yep. Awesome. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm full bore in it. I mean, I run into these guys all yep. the time now. I mean, yeah. I am, I'm everywhere, especially in New Hampshire, because while well, I live in Mass, and Pat knows this, you can't do nothing in Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, which really, yeah, 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 that kind of I, I can't do anything, yeah. period. So, well, yeah. we well know there's that. other we reasons for that, Pat. Well, yeah. you know. <laughs> they, they make a blue pill for that, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't help when you're Irish. So, yeah. Hey, I'm Irish too. Uh, well, and one thing, one thing for the ladies out there that they need to realize is when you start smoking a cigar, it's it is a fast track into embracing your masculine energy. Um, and it is, it is. Where are we going here? But she's so, but she's so right because I'm sure you get this a lot too. Like you walk into a cigar lounge and they're like, whoa. They probably assume, oh, where's your husband? Where's your boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, you're buying something for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, mm-hmm. I go, there are a couple of shops I go into regularly because mm-hmm. they know my palate now. And they're like, she's not messing around. It's not like one of those things. I'm like, oh, are you here to buy something for your man? Yeah. No, I'm here to something to buy me. What's yeah. the darkest, richest Maduro you can possibly sell me? And how, and what's the gauge? Yes, right. And their jaws drop. <laughs> so, you, I'm sure you get the, oh, honey, what are you doing here? Uh-huh. But then you smoke an asylum or a lunatic uh, yeah, and they're or- like, Whoa, she's yep. serious business. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this, down in Florida, right? You know, I moved there five years ago, and I'm from Lakeland, Florida, so, you know, one of the, the main events we had. And uh, one thing I noticed down there is is there's a lot more women a down, lot there, more women. down there smoking. You know, you go into a, you know, any you know, the shops, and you're seeing a lot of women lighting them up versus camping yeah. you know, in Orlando. You go into Orlando, and yeah. a slew of female smokers. Mm. Yep. Would, yeah. would I be able to survive down there? I don't know. (laughs) Way out of your league. You got to step up your game. But even up in New England around here, there's me, there's Baroness, there's a few others that you listed off earlier, and that's about it. It's like, what, maybe maybe two hands you can count of us known up here in the New Hampshire, like New England area that are known in the regulars. Right, the regulars. Any uh, female cigar smokers in their 20s that are single? Just well, if, they were, I, if they were, if they were, I wouldn't tell you. Swipe left. Swipe left. There you go. There you go. Left turn, Clyde. <laughs> well, I can tell you on my dating profile, if you don't smoke cigars, it's a it's a swipe left. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> there is no way, no way that no way yeah. that energy matches. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Or good. they'll just whine about the smell. No one wants a whiny bitch. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah. Just no. saying. Yeah. No. If you're not man enough to handle a cigar, then you're not man enough to handle any of this sh- Oh, my God. I love her. I love her. That should be, a, that should be the title of the podcast. <laughs> Can't touch this. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but, what got yeah. you into cigars? 
I started smoking cigars. Well, I guess I should say I earned my own cigar to smoke when I was seven. Wow. Whoa. So I've been smoking cigars for a couple of years. <laughs> that was, you know, so, you know, so I've been smoking for, oh, 20 plus years. <laughs> 22. 20, 20. Yeah, maybe 22. Okay, so about yeah, the same yeah, as I have. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I started smoking my own cigars back then. Holy so I've been smoking my whole life. Wow. Except for except for when I was pregnant. Yeah, same. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. same. Like, Raised my sons and all their friends smoking cigars with my, with me. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh-huh. That's one thing awesome. I wish my mom did. Uh, yeah. I asked her actually two, uh, a couple nights ago. You know, she smokes weed once in a while. And, uh, Way to out your mom. Yeah. Well, no, she doesn't care. <laughs> she, I, mean, I mean, she she's, I mean, you know, I have to say, between you two women, she's, she's got a set of balls. She, she you know, figuratively, she she's a tough... I, I'd hope figuratively since yeah. she's your mother. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a whole nother well, show. Well, this is, uh, this is this 20th century. She's country. actually a stand-up comedian. Yes. And she's funny as hell. Oh, she, my really? God. Yeah, awesome. we, we, we went and saw her live. Yeah, and she told those stories about Pat. About awesome. Pat, she, she dying. She, I asked her tonight. You know, we thought she would was you a girl ever when she a, came out. Yeah, I would <laughs> love. To, <laughs> I would love to get her on the show. I would. Show. Lo- I think next year we should do a podcast on my back deck. Yeah, and I get think. Her. I think she yeah. would be. Oh, a riot. Yeah, she would. And so maybe she would. I mean, she asked it. She she doesn't love the smoke, but you know, I don't know. But um, she's she's she grew up with three brothers. Mm. And she's got a ton of fun. Her stand-up comedy, it's either about her her media family, my father, especially a lot of these whole areas because he hits everything and trips over everything. And, you know, <laughs> he's clumsy as he can be. Uh, but three brothers, I mean, she grew up with three brothers and she's, yeah, I mean, yeah. she, we do, we get a, a next weekend, we're going to, uh, family gathering and I bet she'll make dirtier jokes than them. You know, sometimes it's, Love it's, that. whole, and that's her stand up comedy. She makes, she's just so Very funny good. and, uh, yeah, she's I like tough. her. Yeah. yeah you get, you two would, yeah, would like her. She yeah. just doesn't yeah. smoke cigars. She should though. She but should. I, yeah. She could. She, yeah. I mean, she could still. She needs to come hang out with us. We'll ingratiate her to the, to the right. yep. finer Sounds points good. of yep. smoking a cigar. Yep. She'll appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I'll let yeah. her know. Yeah. You want to you do a rating? Uh, yeah, I think we need to rate the cigar. I yeah. already went. I finished it and went on to another cigar. Mm-hmm. But let's do a rating. Yeah, I finished mine and Rick finishes. We're smoking another one of these. Yeah. So we're so on the second one. Let's, good, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. let's yeah. start with the Mustang. Sure, I'm liking it. Been smoking it. I got about three quarters of the way through. Enjoying it a lot. I'm gonna straight up a nine. Okay, Reverend. I like it too. Got a good draw to it. Nice construction. Uh, I still taste a little licorice in it. I'm gonna give it a straight nine. Okay, Hunter. It's a little light for me, but I mean, it's you know, I'm drinking some coffee, like Steve was saying earlier. So um, it's, it's, it's a smooth. The construction on a little bit is a little bit, you know, the veiny. I get, you know, especially when they when they roll a leaf. Usually they roll a leaf a little bit straight, but you know, like you said, maybe there was some mistakes, you know, some learning to do. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an eight seven five. Okay, okay. Dave. I will go. Well, like I said, I'm smoking my second one here. Yeah, it's good, and and it's just like the other one. So it's got a great draw. Construction on these is is really nice. I'm gonna go uh, nine point two on this one. Okay, 9.2. Holla. I like the cigar. I've had it before. Construction's good. Smooth cigar. It's very smooth. I like something a little stronger generally, but I'll give it a 9.1. 9.1. Yeah, it's a good cigar. Okay. Comedy. 
I'm back. I was trying to sell my services. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't work out too well for you. Right? That was a short well, trip. Yeah. I, didn't take, I was trip. back pretty quick, you wasn't I? Pat, you must have took Pat with you. I was back pretty Yeah. <laughs> Pat came over and went, Dad? <laughs> yeah. Just <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, As always, the cigar is, uh, is awesome. I'm a proud owner of about 30 of these at home right now. Yes, you are. And, uh, oh, me too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It was. It was a little bit different than we spoke before because of the size, but it's still right up there. Because, like I said, uh, what I noticed from the first time that we smoked it is, it, and he uses the word clean. It's a nice, clean mm. cigar that you could smoke another one, you could smoke another one, you could smoke another one, right? So I'm still right at it with a nine and a half. Ooh. Okay. And for me, I love the first one. I don't know why. I got that licorice taste. I like licorice. Um, I'm going to be with Hunter Rick. I'm going to give it an 8.75. It's a very good cigar. Mm-hmm. The first one that I smoked was out of this world. Yeah. I don't know why. It was the torpedo. I don't know why the taste was different, mm-hmm. yeah. but um, it was. So well, I'm going to get, but I'm still going to give it a very good rating of an 8.75. Yeah. Yeah. And the torpedo had a lot more smoke to it than this one. Yeah, it did. And, Harvey, it and, Harvey, did. and Harvey brought that up earlier. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's pairing it's pairing well with the coffee, you know, the it different is. blends of coffee they got. So it's it's pairing, you know, it's it's got the good taste and maybe it's just that organic I had you know, it's my first time smoking this cigar, so maybe the organic part of it or the, you know, it, it's not it's throwing me off a little bit on my palate, but it's just, um, you're just I mean, full of chemicals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, that's me, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I know. But um it's yeah, too, I think you know it's a guy's too healthy for you. Too healthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like eating a salad. What the oh yeah, hell? Hell that? <laughs> give me the prime rib, the chicken, the grease, the pizza. You know. Yeah. Well, prime right. rib, you can have sex on a tricycle too. If Ooh, you go I, heard, I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> it's right did, in you the get, did you get Megan in you there? Didn't read it. And then oh, Ma- and, and then and Megan and then. Well, considering this is my first one, mm. no, it's got great construction. It's an easy, easy draw. Cool smoke. I'm about I don't know, got a little more than a third left. You know, like I said, you know, I'm much more into the richer, darker cigars. But I think this is really, really great. I think I'll agree and and give it an eight point seven five. I would definitely smoke this again. This is one of those ones where I could definitely easily put in my retail. Definitely a morning cigar of, or something too. You know, I mean, it would be yeah, start or an off afternoon, cigar. like you know, right. before you know, mm-hmm. yeah. life gets in the way of dinner, kids, all that stuff. Yeah. Like a nice yeah. afternoon smoke. Yeah, you're just gonna smoke a- it first. You're gonna smoke it after the Maduro. Yeah. <laughs> so you know this, I mean? and then and then uh, if if I can uh, no. vote on this, no, no. we skipped you. Okay. Did you, I skipped you for did a reason. You get in? No, because oh, I was busy done. getting. Pat, you didn't get in. No, because I was busy doing your work, getting Chris in the long hauler no, down okay. here. Okay, go ahead. Wow, is he? Wow, uh, I'm just defending a myself. Wow. So uh, you get that little man, mangina itch going on over <laughs> there. <laughs> it is groin. So it's a very good smoke, uh, and uh, I'm going to give it uh, a nine point two five. Okay, All right. beautiful. We should get it at nine two five. So this this cigar. <laughs> <laughs> this cigar comes out to a 9.04. Oh, All right. It's right up so there. It's, it made our list. Yep. It's up there. You know, it's funny because the other cigar was a 9.41. Yep. So, yeah. Two yeah. of the Moulin Labes are I in our top. I picked up the torpedoes, so I'll, I'll try that one later on, you know. It was different, for it sure. Was, it yeah. just yes. it was. You know, it just tasted 
a bit different. Yeah. And that's probably because of the size. Oh, absolutely. You know, yep. it just had a little bit of a different oh, size matters, right? Right, size ladies? Yeah. Well, what do I know? I'm half it, a carrier. It does. It does. Eye. It'll be the best, best two minutes of your life. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes? Come two on. Two minutes. Hey, come, come on, on now. Two huh? minutes. <laughs> exaggerating a little I bit. I am exaggerating. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Well, he takes the blue pill for that one. Yeah. And don't need a blue pill. Hey, what do they say? Two My plumbing's a humming, baby. Two pumps and a dump. My plumbing's a humming. That could be my motto. All right, time for a little controversy corner. Yeah, Anna's going to town over there on that one. Before we get there, I want to do a real, a big shout out to Rocky Patel. We had the honor of interviewing Rocky Patel at a podcast. First one ever. That went till about three in the morning. But (laughs) we, when we left the show, Megan, last Friday, we did a podcast there. I'm so pissed. I was going to go and I We went up to Federal. Yes, I know. And we were there till 3 a.m. And we got to. uh, We got educated. We we got educated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. you yeah. know what? And I have to say, Rocky, you're one hell of a stand-up guy. Oh, yeah. And just want to thank you very much for taking the time with the hacks yep. and uh, giving us one Damn, hell I of a podcast. podcast. going to be out on Monday. Hi, Maddie. Maddie, what do you give the cigar? The cigar? Yeah. I've been thinking about this, actually. Okay. And I'm going to come in at a staggering 9.7. Nine point seven. Nine point seven. So that's going to number up. up. That's going to bump that up. That bumps that up. It's a number. We have to recalculate now. Hold on. Nine point two. Here we go. We're going back to the recalculation. A monkey wrench. Recalculate. Please hold. Not a problem. Hold on. Okay. So. Of a nine and a nine and eight point seven five. Say that again. That was good. Make it. Say that again. Please hold. That was awesome. Pat, what did you give it? 9.25. This call is being reported One, two, for training. Quality insurance. training and quality insurance. Part. Probably come up to like a 9.1 something. 9.05. Yeah. So, okay. 9.05. There's a lot of people on that uh, that Wait. rated it. 9.06. <laughs> Do I hear a 9.06? Is that your final answer? Final answer, final answer 9.06. Okay. It's close. And Hold climbing. on. Shake the phone again. Words. See if the number goes up. Yeah. <laughs> Double checked it. Okay. Ricky's got a phone from VTech. Mm. Hey, my VTech is working just fine. Lego my ego. He's doing a cigar rating on a speaking spell. It's <laughs> back. What'd you get, Maddie? Four. Hydrated. Drink. What'd you get? Uh, this is uh, soda water. Oh. Boring. Ooh. Boring. I like soda water. Well, soda? but you're Dave. Allegedly. Allegedly soda water. Yeah. It identifies as soda water. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Controversy corner. Here we go. Okay, what's our topic for tonight? So I'm going to take the rings tonight. I oh, you uh, are, huh? yeah. Well, I I came up with the controversy. What's that? Yeah, and. Uh, so uh, I, uh, I'm sitting here silent. Yeah. <laughs> so no. Taking right over. What's going on? <laughs> so what's the topic? I've so, been replaced. This is a controversy right here. Yeah. This is. <laughs> He's sitting back in his chair, going, "What the? Yeah. yeah. What the hell? I just get freaking ousted." Yeah. <laughs> Maddie's original. Yeah. He, he could have been home watching Yellowstone or something. Now you oh. listen to you. Mm. Yeah. So, um, so what is the topic? This week uh, is the anniversary of. Uh, 
Pearl Harbor. Okay. It yes. was the anniversary of Pearl Harbor. Yep. And um, and I'm a huge World War II buff. One thing that always struck me with Pearl Harbor was the how plants. <laughs> <laughs> they got some beautiful plants there. It was a tragedy tra- to see, and, and um, it was v- very sad what happened. But, you know, you would think that there would be, be a better reaction to it, and uh, they would be more prepared for it. And uh, what I find fascinating is how the code-breaking actually occurred previous to Pearl Harbor. And we, we code-breaking was a huge thing in World War II, codes and radar and things of that sort for the Allies. And so my philosophy, my conspiracy is that it was actually uh, known uh, by uh, FDR and other high-ranking officials and that it was allowed to happen so that America would the, the uh, because previous to Pearl Harbor, 80% of the population was against going to war. And you know, it was after World War One, and people just wanted to not be in European and uh, world wars. And so after Pearl Harbor, over 80% of the population wanted to go to war. So what FDR, what his situation was, was all, uh, you know, um, Churchill and all these other allies were asking for help. And uh, we were supplying them with, with goods and, and weapons and stuff, but we couldn't supply men and, and our full full uh, industrial, uh, you know, army and everything. Allowing Pearl Harbor to happen, uh, the attack, uh, allowed us to go into the war, and uh, people want, were more motivated to, to go to war, and I think uh, that was what enticed us to go to war. Yeah. Okay, so I, I too did some research on this subject. Okay. It's a known fact that they knew, well, first of all, to back up, Japan invaded China. Early on, we, yeah. were, we were giving... Uh, we were getting products from China, roughly uh, 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 quite – we were doing huge trade with China. Mm-hmm. And so when Japan invaded China, that pissed off the Americans. Yes. It's a proven fact that Japan made comments that they were, they were going to attack us. Yes. And uh, lots of people knew. Um, it did say all throughout my research that FDR did not know – but there's no it, clear evidence. There's no clear evidence saying he knew, but there's a lot of clear evidence that lots of congressmen and lots of other people, yeah. Japan was saying, we're going to attack, we're going to attack, we're going to attack. They knew sooner or later it was going to happen. I find it ironic that all seven of our aircraft carriers weren't there. And that's one of... And yes. I find mm-hmm. it real ironic that Japan bombed... Okay, and I, I was talking to Maddie about this tonight. Two of our ships were completely sunk, the Utah and the Arizona. Of all the ships that got hit, three others were completely destroyed. And the rest of them were messed up, yeah. but they were able to be fixed. However, the Japanese bombers missed every one of our subs that were all docked in a row, yep. they didn't touch the submarines, which then proved there was, um, you know, it went on to say that uh, subs sunk most of their uh, navy and only one ship from all of Japan in World War II made it to the end. Just one ship. Yep. I think people knew, but... Very much like uh, Kim Jong-un in, uh, in North Korea, you know, we're going to fire these missiles at you. We're going to fire these missiles at you. And, Rocket man. You know, I, yeah, I think, I think a lot of people knew that 
Well, it was going to happen. Did they know on that specific day? Probably not. It's a known fact. Not a single aircraft carrier was in the region. So that's what, yeah, interesting. The aircraft carriers were within the, the previous days and weeks before uh, Pearl Harbor. Uh, they were actually sent out. And um, there was eight characteristics. There was a Navy intelligence, uh, Was I don't know if it was Navy, uh, I think it was Navy, but intelligence guy that wrote a list of eight characteristics that the White House would have to put into place to provoke Japan's attacking. And one of which was putting the Pacific Fleet on Hawaii. And then there was many others. I forget the other ones. But that, and then also there was uh, spies in Hawaii, Japanese spies, that listed, uh, mean maps and sent those to Japan. So there was, there's a lot of other things that laid the groundwork for this attack. There's also a trial attack from the aircraft carriers early on before the war, you know, I think in the thir- 39 or 30, 38, when the, uh, it was a success that the American aircraft carriers attacked Pearl Harbor uh, as a trial, and it was a success. And so I think it was all planned to uh, get the well, in the popular, it, it, yeah. in the end, you can visit the Japanese Navy if you have a, your scuba gear, yeah. um, <laughs> along with the Italian Navy. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're out there together. But you know, I think people knew about it. I just find you know it's a, it's amazing. Of all, of all the planes, only a few planes ever made it back to Japan. Most of them died out there in Pearl Harbor. In Pearl Harbor, a lot of them. Uh, yeah, a lot of them were kamikazes. On Pearl Harbor? There on, was no kamikazes on Pearl Harbor. Yes, there were. That's and there were planes that got shot. Well, a lot of them they got were, shot they down. They were got shot down, but and the, they, they aimed for our ships. I, I never heard kamikazes were why later did in the kamikaze world. pilots wear leather helmets? I, did, I, I don't know about that. That's interesting. Do you know the answer to that? No. I read this. That's like, very interesting. Huh? So tell us. So they said that kamikaze because sometimes they didn't hit their mark. They wanted to make sure that if they that if they did crash, that somehow they'd be saved so they could go out again. Okay. So they wore helmets. They also wore helmets because because it's freezing at certain levels, yeah. and they wanted to make sure you know their ears were covered and so forth. That doesn't have. To, how does that have to do with kamikaze though? I don't understand. So they don't crash before they crash. That's well, right. Yeah. They don't crash. They make it to where they have to go to. Okay. How's that so. any different from any other pilot, though? If the leather helps them be a pilot. Maddie, what do you make of all this? <clears throat> the Pearl Harbor controversy? Yeah. Do you want mainstream, Maddie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we like, like Maddie. We're going, we, you and I are going mainstream on these guys. Yeah, you want mainstream? Okay. Well, I Googled it. And, <laughs> and, Google and says. NPR says no, FDR did not know the Japanese were going to bomb. There's no evidence to support it. So NPR is a, a government news agency so they investigated themselves clearly yep. and <laughs> found no wrongdoing with themselves so. so these guys are trying to spread mm. fake news on our conspiracy that's right yeah they're coming in here they're taking it over they're putting out complete crap <laughs> and uh, you know if they were on twitter right now we'd be canceling them. i that's feel like right. i'm on trial right now to be honest <laughs> not, not, not at all no, no i know i'm joking um i think i think they knew i think they um it was odd how they hit certain ships. I mean, well, really- exactly. It was very strategically planned, and and the fact that the submarines weren't attacked, and then the aircraft carriers weren't there, which were the strongest. Uh, oh, hey, what's that noise? Is that a submarine? Yeah, what's dinging? <laughs> He's dinging. 
Who's phone's going off? It's not mine. Dive, dive, mm. dive. My phone doesn't make that noise. It's no. not my phone, baby. What's going on here? It's not me. It's, it's just another false flag. Yeah, oh, hey, it's my phone. We're attacking. Oh, it's Chris. <laughs> it's Chris's watch. Chris's watch is going off. <laughs> Periscope yeah, up, so please. Hey, my hot pocket's done. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to go back to mainstream, and we have to we have to believe what they tell us. Yeah. So they told us that they didn't know what was going to happen, so that's the way it was, you know? Yeah. Well, and it always comes back to, right, why would they lie? Yeah. Right, right. yeah. No, why would they? Why that's, would they that's a fair point. Yeah. And this, it, you that know, always, yeah. that just shuts it Our down. Our government so, would lie to us. So yeah. going, no you know, I've been to Pearl Harbor. Never. As it's, I. It, <laughs> Every American should go to Pearl Harbor. Absolutely. Um, I went, and there were a lot of Asian people who were crying mm. yep. when I went, and I saw the Arizona. But the most amazing film is they show you a Japanese film, and it's it was taken from one of the uh, observer planes, and it's showing the planes that were hitting. And, I mean, their the methodology overhead. was brilliant. Yep. They took out the two Air Force bases first, yep. and they hit. All the planes that were, uh, they hit some of the buildings, but they hit, they knocked out our air forces, mm-hmm. which could but be they, easily, but they flew over our submarines, mm-hmm. which would make sense because a lot of their planes only carried one bomb. They yeah. were small And probably planes. only enough fuel to get to Pearl Harbor, which is right. why it was there. That's also why it's considered that whole thing was a kamikaze mission because you, the, those planes back then didn't carry enough fuel to make it from Japan no. to Pearl Harbor and, and back. back. They, they were, were gonna, air, they, they were, were de- they were DOA one way or the other. They right. were aircraft. They flew off. Uh, they came off carriers. Yeah, but on still aircraft. But still, they didn't still have, didn't have, have enough, enough fuel to make it back. No. No. And um, so, so here's my thing with the kamikazes. So I don't believe there was any intentional kamikazes on Pearl Harbor. All the uh, aircraft pilots at that time were veteran pilots that flew many hours and the reason why early on in that war why we lost the dog fights with pilots uh, fighter pilots we we were losing very very heavily partially because of our planes but their trained pilots were superior to ours absolutely and, yeah and so they would not risk kamikazes early in the war because those pilots weren't replaceable a and b they were very good at what they did but in later ja- in the but war but in japan Everyone's trained to be a kamikaze. That's their well, mindset. That's well, their yes. training. But later in the war, when those... So, I don't know if anyone knows, just a side note, uh, Midway uh, is a huge battle in World War II, and that was when... A, turning of the war. Uh, turning of the war. A lot of Japanese pilots were, at that point, started dying, and so they, that was kind of the turn of those veteran pilots. Sunk the Yamamoto. Yeah, that was later on. I had a sick yeah. the Bismarck but, as the world depends. Yeah, I don't believe any kamikazes were intentional on Pearl Harbor. I don't see that. That doesn't make any sense to me because they want to keep their pilots well, for the rest of the war. Well, they didn't have enough fuel to get back, then. They, what, they the did have enough fuel, though. That's the okay. thing. They, right. they were on aircraft. Were you it was there? A surprise. No, but I, I re- watched documentaries. Okay. So... All right. Anyway, maybe, we gotta... maybe flying against the spin. So oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Probably did have enough gas there to yeah. go with the spin. That's right. They had which a good tailwind. Which way does the gas go in the tank? To get oh the, the Coriolis effect. <clears throat> oh, the, the Coriolis. Well, I mean, uh, uh, that's going to be tough. You're down near the equator, so you got to figure that one out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. Anyway, it's a lot of math. We need to move yeah, on. A lot of math. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of theories. We good on this topic? Yeah, yes. I'm good.
Okay, what's next? My next cigar. Cigar recap. Still smoking great. Yeah. My second one is as good yep. as the first. Yep, same here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a monster. It's blowing up, too. That thing's canoeing. Canoeing. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that before. That's incredible. <laughs> so what, what, which cigar is this? Is the Lunatic? And what size is Asylum. that? Asylum. Asylum? 80 by 8. Any other cigar comments? Yeah, it looks like yeah. Cheech and Chong. <laughs> so are we ready to wrap this baby up? We're yeah, we need way, to wrap. We're way over here. So let's, that cigar uh, is blowing up on you. Wow. <laughs> I am so aroused. <laughs> oddly, oddly, I am too. <laughs> oh boy, is that, a threesome. is that because Rick is being aroused? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, come on. It'll be the best two minutes of your life. Okay. I had a dollar for every time okay, I heard that. <laughs> let's wrap this baby up. Okay, thanks to the panel and the guests. Let's start over here with Mainstream Maddie. They got the hook while my DJ revolves. Uh, my words of wisdom are just always trust Google. Trust Google. <laughs> Google. Always trust Google. <laughs> Spay and neuter your pets. <laughs> are you Bob Baca now? <laughs> uh, you know, I need a catchphrase. Or Drew Carey. Yeah. Um... Because they do both do that on the price. I'm right? a little more old school. I think I'm more Bob, of a Bob Barker. Bob Barker. All right, Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. Enema boy is in the house, and according to Google, is the Earth flat in big letters? No, the Earth <laughs> is roughly a sphere. It's settled. A, it's settled. A Google always spheroid. knows. Google knows. Shake them right. Mustang Mike. Mustang Sally. I always get that wrong. That's it. What meaning spendable ramble? <laughs> I was expendable tonight. We <laughs> <laughs> throw it to the wolves. All right. You were special Javi. to me, Mike. Okay. You're Reverend, number one in my heart. The Reverend Javi. Hallelujah. 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 I'm not reading off the script, as you can see. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Uh, thanks to all ladies for coming on. Very interesting. I uh, hope everybody has a good week. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks to our listeners. We continue to have listeners calling in, and we appreciate everybody writing in on the, on the emails. And God bless each and every one of you, and take care. Have a good week. Okay. Pat McGroin. I pulled my groin. People ask, it hurts to wear. I say, put your hand right there. I pulled my groin. That's great. That's great. You guys are never going to die of hemorrhoids. You know what? You're a perfect asshole. You guys. That's what happened when you're a probie. Yep. <laughs> Comedy Chris. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. All right, so I have a question for Maddie. Shoot. Would you travel around the world with Rick? <laughs> would I travel around the world yeah. with Rick? Like, how's that? Or would you travel around the world with Rick? 
How so? You got to be more specific. What are we doing? What's our goal? What's are they sharing a room or not? Oh, to see if the world is around. <laughs> yeah, you're, sh- you're going to share a room. So would you travel? Would you travel around the world? We're going to share a room. Yeah. So the whole point of this is to share a room. <laughs> That's not my motivation. Not at all. You couldn't write anything, Chris. This is come on. Give me. Come on. I just want to know if you would travel around the world with Rick to stay in the same room. No, you don't have to. You can have your own room. Would you travel around the world with Rick? What is the point? <laughs> I just want to know if you would travel around the world with Rick. Are you paying? Sure. Be an I'll pay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Why not? <laughs> That's it. It's a free trip. That was it. That's it. Where do you want to go? Do we yeah. get let's like go an Greece, like, Spain? Let's let's go. Because I asked Rick the other day if he would walk to the end of the earth for you, and he said yes. So I, <laughs> I wanted to see if you would travel around the world with him. Oh, so, uh, are you flat earthing me here? Or is this, or, <laughs> yes, I am. Oh. oh, all right. So, well, we could do it, but could only be east, west, or. West East, because of course you can't circumnavigate a uh, yeah, flat a, world, a, a flat place. Right. Yeah, so that'd be impossible. Uh, well, you you want to go to Antarctica? Is that what it is? Is that where we're going with this? I would. All right, that's it. Wrap it up. Roll the credits. Right. I would love to go to Antarctica. You can. It'll cost you like two million dollars, and you'll need a lot of that little space. They won't let you on that. Well, you want to see the ice walls, which I want to see. It's beautiful. I heard beautiful ice walls. I heard. Huge. You can't move South America to Australia. Huge. They're wonderful ice walls. I know the ice walls. Biggest ice wall you've ever seen. Wow. (laughs) Believe me. I thought he said swallow. (laughs) That I don't do. (laughs) However. However. You're a a nurse. However. However, if you're paying. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Hunter Rick. For your little dear lips down to the cool, clear water. Bam! A bullet rips off part of your head. Your brains are laying on the ground in little bloody pieces. Now I ask you, would you give a what kind of pants the son of a bitch who shot you was wearing? There you go. So, moral of the story is don't put your lips near the lake. But uh, again, uh, shout out to uh, Malone, uh, Malone's Abby Cigars. Malone's <laughs> <laughs> Abby. Yeah, a little bit too much rum. A little maybe a little bit too much rum. Uh, and Andre with that live uh, distillery oh, and yeah. the ladies in the house and. Uh, Hope you had. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Okay. Um, speaking, speaking of the ladies, we got Megan. Oh, what's her name? Huh? What's her? Her Majesty, her Majesty Megan. Megan. Thanks for having me on because I didn't expect that, so that was a great surprise. And um, with it being the holiday season, I hope everyone gets an opportunity to smoke an awesome cigar over the holidays and mm. happy new year so this happy is new your year. first time on the show it is this is you're a virgin uh, you first. guys popped my cherry oh <laughs> baby <laughs> it wasn't rick though <laughs> <laughs> it was a little pop it was a punch really got the head in there you know? yeah. <laughs> at least i got that oh, yeah. wait wait he's a nurse it was a biopsy a bio- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's more like a grease. <laughs> He's more into giving the enema. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. I love it. Baby. Love it. All right. We got Ann over here. Miss her, kiss her, love her. That girl is... 
Well, thank you, gentlemen. Belvive Devoe, is that Huh? Is that Belvive Devoe? I think so. Nice. I'm sorry to interrupt. I haven't heard that jam in a long time. BBD. Poison? Well, love it. Thank you guys for having me on. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it very well, much. Thanks for being this on. my first time Ooh. to meet you, gentlemen. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about the quote where they say, you know, the woman is a script and uh, the cigar is a motion picture. And so if you have a woman with a cigar, you've got uh, a live action film. There you go. Nice analogy. Love nice. that. Okay. <laughs> All right, to Steve and Andre, who are out there hobnobbing at the other end of the yeah, building. Yeah, little networking out there. Oh, yeah. good. Tracy, yeah. the picture. This is your humble and producer, the guy, Dave. To the man! The man! The legend! Oh, please. Please. Yeah. Thanks for the listeners. You made it through another one. Our social media tag is Cigar Hacks all over the usual channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. And Facebook. Yeah. And it's an email, CigarHacks at CigarHacks.com. Like uh, Tucker from Kansas. What about the malted milk ball guy? No. We haven't heard from any. They're still listening to Malta. They are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dudes, yeah. you gotta oh, do that. You gotta write in. Yeah, write and, it in and, and check us and out. Lottie and Ludwina, we need to know if you're coming. Yeah. From the Netherlands. Okay, see you next time on the Sky Hacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks giving Pat a load of <laughs> 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 We love it. Pat, we love you. We do. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> People ask, it hurts you where? I say, put your hand right there. Yeah. I hold my drawing. Oh my god. Alright, I gotta go take a piss. Alright, see you next time. Number five. Hey, please do. Now, hurry up. No. No, stay. Go before the music stops. Go, go.